everyone. Welcome to our next episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. This monthly podcast brings you information about current and future happenings centered on why Concord is a great place to live, work, play, and invest. I'm Stephanie Breton, Public Information Officer, and today I'm going to be joined by two school resource officers, or SROs as they're commonly called, from the Concord Police Department, and they're going to talk about their roles and experiences in the Concord and Merrimack Valley School Districts. So my first guest is Brendan Ryder, who is most recently the school resource officer at Concord High School. So we're right in your old uh, school here in the we Concord are, TV I've never podcast. Been school. in here. <laughs> well, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to be here with me, and looking forward to kind of having you share your story and your yeah. experiences. So. Could you start by telling us a little bit about your background and what interested you in becoming an SRO? Um, yeah, so I actually, though uh, 45 years old and still a relatively uh, newcomer to law enforcement, I've been with Concord Police eight years. Okay. And um, prior to that, I worked in alternative and special education. Mm-hmm. So I was in a variety of programs that worked with kids with various special needs from specific learning disabilities to behavioral conduct stuff. And um, so I did that, and that was what I actually had studied to do. And um, amid all of that, I kind of always had the itch for law enforcement. And as a 36-year-old, at the <laughs> one of the oldest guys in the academy, I um, transitioned into law enforcement. And the funny thing was, when I left education to go into law enforcement, most people thought, oh, you must be going to be an SRO, right? I mean, transitioning mm-hmm. from, you know, administrator in an alternative education school to law enforcement. Um, but that was not the case. I was actually looking to you know, explore something new and, and, and follow something I'd been wanting to do. So um, so initially I had no desire to be an SRO. I, you know, it's a cool role, but I, it wasn't kind of where my head was. Mm-hmm. But then, um, about, you know, five years on patrol and I kind of learned the, the, the job and uh, the position here opened up. And I'm like, you know, this potentially is the perfect marriage of what I've done yeah, as mm-hmm. a professional, you know, working with a variety of students with different needs. Now I've been a law enforcement professional and uh so I, uh, I put in and went through the process and was selected. Awesome. And how long did you have that role? Could you just remind us? So the role as SRO. SRO. Two, yeah. oh, so two years. And okay. um, as we all know, a rather truncated and anomalous two years with, uh, <laughs> with COVID and whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, I was officially assigned until the end of this school year, so okay. mid-June. And then I was reassigned to uh, detectives. Okay. So yeah, we'll have a new SRO coming in. Correct. Right. Okay. So can you give us an overview of kind of the SRO, SRO role and kind of with the context that it's probably a little bit different at the high school than maybe other schools? Yeah. So um, obviously Dan will be able to speak later about uh, the middle school aspect of it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's probably a lot of what people think, but it's probably a lot more of what people don't think. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, the you know especially amid a lot of the, the debate, you know, SROs have been kind of presented as, this kind of imperial figure that kind of roams the halls, you know, as a, as a, like a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality of it is it's, it's pretty far from that. And that's actually one of like, that's not even part of the job. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the role, especially here at Concord high school is as multifaceted as one could be, you know, you're here, you know, first and foremost for the physical safety of the building and, and the students and, and faculty members. Um, and then more or equally as important, you're here to, allow people to report to you the number of students that come with events that have happened outside of school that they weren't in a position to notify police or seek that assistance in that time Mm -hmm. will actually come the next day or a week later or even months later 
to the SRO. And um, so I think a lot of people probably don't know that, that, um, you know, the SRO fields a lot of calls from the community that the reporters actually weren't comfortable seeking that assistance at the time. And then they come in and report to the SRO. Um, and then, you know, tertiary to all that is being the resource, you know, the, you know, we're in classes from, you know, speaking to, you know, constitutional law to career communications to the criminal justice program, you know, you're brought in as a guest speaker on a lot of topics. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it's not just like, oh, you know, if you get a ticket, do this. It's a, a lot of it is, you know, just what is law and, and, and what is law enforcement and, you know, how do we all kind of interact within the, you know, the confines of law enforcement. So it's, it's a cool opportunity to, you know, interact with a lot of people and, um, you know, it's a part, of, you know, pretty critical part of the role. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess I kind of already asked you a little bit about this, but um, maybe how high schoolers could be different than maybe another age group, because that could be, I mean, that's kind of a pivotal time in your life. You know, you're getting ready to graduate, maybe look toward work or college. So, you know, kind of what are your experiences maybe with that age group specifically? Yeah, I mean, my experience, and again, as I opened with, goes well beyond, you know, that was the age group with whom I worked as an educator. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, a, you know, it's an incredible time in their lives. I mean, it's, it is the, that ultimate transition in, in, in every sense from, from childhood to adulthood. And, um, you know, among that, you, you have a variety of where, you know, the student, you have a lot of students on various points in that spectrum. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, working out of high school, it's that balance of understanding that, you know, we're still the adults and the educators, but that these are young adults in and of themselves who need autonomy, need mm -hmm. the ability to figure things out. And what I like about the role of an SRO and even juvenile justice as a whole, the notion is, is you know, rehabilitative and restorative versus punitive. So we understand young people make mistakes. You know, mm -hmm. there's all that you know, cognitive research on the development of the brain and, and, and how, you know, the, that learning, you know, process takes a lot longer than a lot of people think. So, um, what's neat about the SRO position is it, it, especially with high schoolers, it epitomizes the ability to work within that dynamic for a young adult. Um, and by that, I mean, and maybe segue a little bit here, but, uh, if something happens at the school that I'm brought in on or part of the response, it is a, it's a multifaceted response. If we get a call to something going on, I'm heading that way. A school administrator's heading that way. Uh, depending on the nature of the call, there might be a guidance counselor or a special educator heading that way. And then once we get there and determine the nature of the event, the appropriate person then kind of takes the lead. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so the cool thing about an SRO position is we have that ability to work collaboratively with a variety of resources to determine what's the best course, you know, course of action. Mm -hmm. And yeah, are there times that something occurred that per the letter of the law could have been a crime? Yeah. But do we have the ability to, to confer with the other, you know, the, with guidance, with, with admin and determine, you know what, this is best going to be handled this way by these folks. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of ways, the SRO position is really, I, in my opinion, um, what a lot of people are seeking now in law enforcement. They want that kind of collaborative approach with the other services within the community, mm -hmm. um, not just deferring to the cops for everything. So um, so it's, that's why I, I wish people knew that more, that that mm -hmm. responses within the school that include the SRO are the epitome of collaboration with all the other supports and, and elements of programming here. Mm -hmm. And you did 
mentioned the guidance counselor. So is that someone that you work really closely with yeah, depending whole, on what the situation well, is? Actually, I, I, uh, yeah. So the whole, you know, school counselor department and guidance mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> you know, administrators and, uh, you know, classroom educators, special educators, it really is collaborative. And mm-hmm. um, uh, with the one, like I said, once a determination can be to me, like who's the best person to address the, the needs at hand of the student, then that's the person that takes the lead. And there's no... Again, I can't speak for any other school because I haven't worked right. there. But yeah. I can tell you there's no here. There's no like, oh, no, you know, you're stepping on my toes. This is my – no. Like people are like very, you know, welcoming of, of the, you know, the input and, and you know, you, you address the issue and you, you move on. Mm-hmm. So to expand on that a little bit, can you tell us in general terms, you know, not getting into specifics, but maybe some of the challenges but also opportunities for having this type of position? Yeah, school. I mean the the opportunities that you know kind of all within some of the stuff I've mentioned. I mean you're mm-hmm. you're you're presenting law enforcement in ways that you can't out on the street, you know, and and you also have opportunities to to discuss things, you know, why you you know you go into a street law class and they say, okay, well I got pulled over, why did this happen? You can sit and talk about it. Where as we all know, when things are out in the street or maybe chaotic or there's weather and, and things are, you know, there's not always that time for, for discussion or, mm-hmm. or, or discord. Um, so I think one of the best opportunities here is to really process law enforcement um, in, in kind of relaxed and, and open ways. And I think it's, a, it, it's the best way, in my opinion, to be an ambassador of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's fun. It's fun being in the school. You know, it, there's this, for folks that don't know, the, this is an amazing place. Like, you know, I'm a parent of students in the district. I live in town. I had no idea of the things that go on here with, uh, with the programming and the, from, from everything from, you know, academics to athletics. And it's just, a, it's a really neat place. Um, and to be a part of that is fun. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you, you, as an SRO, you really do kind of, you know, mesh with the, uh, the community. The challenges, um, they're often in line with what challenges law enforcement anywhere. You know, the, there, mm-hmm. there are, you know, people that, that will always challenge, you know, and, and, have, and have questions and, 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 and discomfort with, with law enforcement. And I'm okay with that. You know, that's that's part of, like, what I just said about some of the opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's so uh, there's the same challenges that we, we see anywhere. Um, and, uh, and then the other challenge, unfortunately, which kind of makes me sad to say a bit, it's busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, busier than people know with things coming in from the outside that, you know, majority of I guess that what you'd say of the the crime, so to speak, that you deal with, is not happening in the building. It's right. it's coming in, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of those cases are just sad. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, that's I think that'd be a challenge for anybody. Right, right, yeah, that makes sense. But it gives you opportunity to hopefully help, yeah, oh, as absolutely. well, and be a yep. part of it. So, um, what was your favorite part about being an SRO? If you could maybe narrow down a couple while you were here. It's <laughs> um, a good question. The uh, you know, I think in, uh, you know, the fear of being repetitive. Um, well, what, I mean, one, it's a great job. There's a lot of autonomy. You mm-hmm. know, you're, you're up here, you know, you, you got from even a physical workspace, you know, you're not sharing a cruiser every day with somebody else, you know, you, you know, so there's autonomy in, in being where you are and, and the, even the space within which you work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, probably the best part is just that engaging in the community and it's pretty cool to see the transformation with, you know, when people 
as soon as you actually engage once, typically it only takes once, and now you're no longer, you know, a police officer. You, you're you're another person in the building. And right. Um, for instance, what people would never realize, one of the last things I did here before I left was you know, I sat down for two hours and helped the young man fill out an application for a summer job at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And actually, he came to me. You know, he, you know, you know, not that there aren't many people he could go to, mm-hmm. but it was just that, that we had that dynamic. And mm-hmm. uh, we had, you know, talked a lot about, um, you know, but he did. He came and uh, it's something most people never think someone would go to a police officer for. But, you know, we sat and did the online thing and. For the record, the online Walmart application isn't. I mean, it's a process, <laughs> right? But yeah. um, but that just speaks to the 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 you know dynamics that you can uh, create, and um, that hands down for me is the you know the best part. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and you know, working within the juvenile justice system to to head off things that down the road could be problematic for kids. I mean, there are times kids do things that if they were adults, they could be you know, in trouble for. Right, um, right. But, but here within that system, you can you can get ahead of a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Are there other things about the role? I mean, those were kind of the basic questions yeah. I had for you, but are there other things maybe you want to mention about it, maybe that people don't know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I it's a great role. Um, and it, it is funny, as I said initially, it was something when I left education, I didn't think, you know, I... I would want to do because I, you know, I thought, uh, you know, I've been doing that for almost, you know, 16 years and I'm ready to, but, um, but now if, in my leaving, uh, I think we mentioned that I, uh, is that investigations has just been a, one of my main goals when I entered law enforcement and mm-hmm. I, you know, given that opportunity, I, you know, that's why I'm, I'm moving. I'm not, you know, if that opportunity hadn't arisen, I, I, I easily come back here and, and stay and continue the job because it's a, you know, it's a great job and um uh you know so it's it's a you know it's a good place to be and um but i you know the things i think people don't know is it's a very different role than what's portrayed mm-hmm. um and again i can't speak for any other any other school for that matter mm-hmm. um than concord high school um but it's it's definitely a very different role than than what a lot of people probably think it is mm-hmm. maybe just the stereotypes that are out there yeah so, yeah, this was great. Um, I learned a lot, actually. So thank you very much. Well, that's a rarity that people <laughs> learn from me, which is why I got out of education. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for being here today. And um, we'll, like we mentioned, I think, you know, the school will have a new SRO coming in. So maybe we'll catch up with that person at a later date. Yes, I would day, love but... for you to put him in this seat because it's <laughs> nerve wracking. Okay. Well, I really, I really do appreciate your time and and you sharing all that. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So with me is Dan White, and he's the current um, SRO at Merrimack Valley Middle School. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. And we did, we tried to do this a little bit ago. We had a little technical difficulty. So thank you again for coming back in and making time for us today. So could you please, um, well, first of all, I wanted to say, because now your school year has started, I hope you're having a good school year so far. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been eventful. It's been awesome. Uh, you know, it's been a good year so far. That's good. Yeah. Cause you're a couple months in already. So could you please start by telling us a little bit about your background and what interested you in becoming an SRO? 
Yeah, so uh, I have a uh, criminal justice degree, um, and part of getting my degree, um, I had to do an internship. Um, okay. I interned with uh, Goffstown PD, mm-hmm. and from that internship, um, part of it I had to shadow uh, the SRO uh, in Goffstown, and that's where I really like developed my, my love and my drive uh, to want to become an SRO. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to shadow him. Uh, I want to say it was at least three days. I, I felt like it was a week, um, but I got to see like how he made connections, um, helped helped students, uh, helped them through different situations, um, and just like really in my mind made a difference um, mm-hmm. uh, with these with these students. Um, and and that was something that that really a- attracted me to the job. Um, and so. I've been with Concord PD uh, a little over seven years, almost eight years now. I've been three years at Merrimack Valley Middle School. Okay. Uh, or going into my third year now, and um, and yeah, I, it's been uh, it's been a great time, uh, and and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. And could you go into a little bit more about what that SRO SRO role looks like for you at Merrimack Valley Middle School? Because we also as part of this episode are hearing about what it looks like at the high school. So your school is obviously a different age group. Yeah. So I'll kind of take you through my day. So, um, uh, I start off my day. Uh, I try to never be in the same spot, but I always try to greet the kids in some fashion as they, as they come into school. Um, I see them, I see the look on their faces and, and, um, you know, kind of gauge like how things are going. Um, they also get to see me, so it's my first opportunity to try and make a, a good impression. You know, it, you know, I'm usually out there saying good morning or or happy Friday. Uh, try to be a positive light for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, so then the bell rings. Uh, you know, I'm just present in the hallways, um, and then throughout the day, I I try to at least sit in on one class uh, um, throughout my day. It, I, that's my goal, uh, and and sometimes I'm able to achieve several classes. Sometimes I'm not able to achieve that. Um, but that's my goal is to sit in at very least one class, um, whether it be um, me teaching that class um, or, or me just sitting in that class um, uh, with a student who might be, um, you know, just having a, a, an issue of like, um, you know, just uh, being a little bit disruptive in the class. And I sit in on that class and I, and I work with that student um, and, I, you know, I do whatever homework that they are doing in that class as well. I go through it with them. Uh, I've done that before as well. Um, but uh, mostly I try to get in there. Um, I like to get in the gym classes because uh, the kids really like uh, seeing me uh, play basketball or, mm-hmm. or kickball or whatever it might be. So I try to get into one of those or the, the woodshop class. Uh, sometimes I get into the music class. I will, I'll give you a, um, a secret. I am I have no music ability. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so I the try. The kids get a kick I, out of that yeah, too, seeing I, you try. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all, you know, I, I'm human too. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, so I, I like to get into the classes. And then uh, at the end of the day, um, I assist with like uh, bus duty and traffic duty and, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, um, that's more or less. Uh, and then, you know, throughout the day, if I, if, uh, a, you know, I'm called to police action, I got to handle obviously police action. Um as the year goes through, uh, my days kind of change a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, part of my responsibilities are also um, educating the teachers on like active shooter preparedness um, okay. and like what to do in certain situations as well. So um, it's uh, it, it's kind of it's a little bit all over the place. You never know what kinda the day is going to bring. Uh, and that's what I really like about it. Uh, one of the big things I like about it. OK. And I think from from both of you that we've really heard is um, you are there to be less of a police officer and more of kind of that role model and adult that the students can go to. Absolutely. Like my, my first thought is, is to 
be of assistance, to, to be a role model, um, to be a, a teacher. And then like the last thing that I want to do is have to be Officer White. A lot of the kids will call me Mr. White. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and the last thing I, I tell them, uh, that, you know, don't force me to be Officer White. Um, because I don't, I don't want to be that. We can all figure out how to do things without me having to be Officer White. Um, and typically, we we do. We have a we have a pretty good time. So that's good. Yeah, that's good to hear too. Um, along those lines, ha have you seen your role change a little bit since you took it on? Um, obviously, COVID kind yes. of has thrown a wrench in for everybody, no matter who they are or what they do. Yes, but especially for education. So yeah. So um, my first year. Uh, I would say my first year was like a like a learning year. Mm -hmm. okay? So I, it's my first year in that role. Um, my school in particular had never had an SRO before, um, so it was a it was a good learning year. Uh, the students got to uh, know uh, who I am. I went into classes and you know I, I talked to the kids uh, about who I am as a person and 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 uh, t shared stories about personal life and um, things like that, so they could really get to know me and who I am as a person. Um, just try to build that trust. Um, mm -hmm. You know I. Uh, this year, or I should say that first year and all the way up until this year, I, I, I still have kids like every year that come up to me and say, Mr. White, like, uh, I thought you were going to be the mean guy here, mm -hmm. but you're not like, I was like, police officers aren't, aren't out there, you know, with mean intentions, uh, at least to my knowledge, uh, at least the ones that I know. Mm -hmm. right? um, and that's not how I roll. You know, I, I'm not, I don't, I have, if I have no, absolutely no reason to be mean, like, why should I be mean? You know, mm -hmm. I always tell them, um, you know, treat others the way that you would want to be treated. And that's how I like to roll with it as well. Um, so, I, you know, that's, that's one of the things. Sorry about no, that. No, that's okay. Yeah. One of the things other things are going on at the same time. Yes. This. It's all right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so, uh, every year has been a little bit different. Um, uh, mm -hmm. my, my first year, the learning year, the second year we had COVID. Um, yeah. so my, my first year was, it was kind of similar to what it is this year. Um, very busy, um, you know, uh, assisting, helping everything, um, with things going on like normal, um, you know, then COVID hit, um, and, a blessing and a curse, uh, kind of in a way. Uh, I actually um, had to kind of reinvent myself compared to what I figured out how to do on the first year because yeah. uh, with less kids in the classroom and then we had the online learning getting into the classroom, um, I got into the classrooms a lot. And, um, you know, I, I teach all kinds of stuff. Uh, um, <clears throat> some of the classes I go in and, and, I, and I teach is, is actually I, I put it on the kids. I, I ask the, the teacher, I say, you know, pull your kids and see what they want to learn. Mm -hmm. um, so they put, bring up a list and then I put together a whole bunch of information on the questions that they brought up. And we go through, we just go through the class uh, in that fashion. Um, some of the other things uh, we talked about, um, you know, it, like harassment. Um, you know, we talk about... Um, uh, assaults. We talk about um, dating. We talk mm -hmm. about bullying. Um, we talk about um, cyber security, like use of cell phones and, and proper etiquette. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I go in and I talk about a whole bunch of things. The first year um, I did a little bit of that um, here and there, but then COVID hit and I got a chance to do a lot of that um, uh, amongst the kids, which I found was, uh, was pretty beneficial mm -hmm. um, and the kids seemed to enjoy it. Um, and then uh, this year, um, this year is kind of like the, the first year, um, but I will say just kind of like what it's dominating in the, in the headlines. I, you know, the TikTok challenges uh, is what's really yes. been consuming 
a lot of my time and, you mm-hmm. know, having a lot of conversations with, uh, with the students about, you know, um, it, it's not worth it, you know, to just to get a couple of likes or, uh, or whatnot, uh, on your social media, you know, some of these things that we're doing are actual crimes. Um, and right, going right. and I talked to them about that. Um, so a lot of, so far this, this year, a lot of that, um, has, uh, has kind of dominated, um, uh, a lot of my activity. Um, and then, uh, not, not really allowing me to get into the classrooms as much as I'd liked, especially after, um, the second year, I really, I really enjoyed being that, that teacher aspect of the SRO, uh, roles, getting in there and educating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but hopefully we'll get back into it and, uh, I can get back into the classrooms, uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, that sounds like a really good, um, part of your job for sure. And you just hit on some of the challenges you're facing, but could you talk a little bit about uh, the opportunities as well? Yeah, so um, opportunities. Uh, what comes to my mind is um, the opportunity to take a bad, not a bad, but a, um, a lesser scenario and, and turn it into a positive situations mm-hmm. or situation. Uh, and it's also one of my favorite parts of the job uh, is – I'm not going to, I can't name names or anything, but um, a student who is struggling, um, whether it be at home or at school, but just being the ability to be able to work with them, um, to make a positive difference uh, with them, to, to be a, a good role model for them, to be a, a positive influence. Um, but then also, like on a personal level, um, you know, sometimes we have some kids that uh, that come to school and they're just having a bad day and, you know, I sit down and talk to them and figure out um, they're having a bad day because they're not wearing socks or, or something. When I get down and I say, what is, what's going on today? Why, why aren't we able to, to make it through one class? And, mm-hmm. you know, and I, do you have, I usually like to start with them. Like, are you feeling okay? Do you have everything you need? And then, you know, long behold, it's, uh, you know, in one situation it's like, Oh, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to put on socks today before I had to leave for school, you know? Um, uh, one of the things that I love about my school too is, um, and I and I don't know. I'm sure that there uh, the other schools around um, the area have the same thing, but we have like a, a closet set up that is like 20 feet long, and it's got floor to ceiling. It's got sizes of every you know pants, shorts, shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, winter coats, boots, um, sneakers, you name it. Like hygiene stuff. Um, it's got everything in there and, and, and we really utilize that not only just me, but the school, Mm -hmm. um, definitely utilizes that to provide for our kids. Um, and then, uh, so, you know, just being able to solve a situation that where, um, a student can get a good education and, and stay in the classroom by just getting him a pair of socks, uh, and, and for, you know, making his day in that, in that way. So, um, a lot of things that are, that are positive that I like to do and opportunities are, are to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I could go on and on about, um, the different opportunities that I've had to, to positively, uh, impact, uh, a student. Um, but, uh, I won't get into every single one of them, but, uh, when, when I'm able to, uh, I, that's what I really like to do, you know, um, just make that impact and, uh, and support the kids, uh, whenever I can. Yeah, and like you said, sometimes it's just spending a few minutes and being that person that they can talk to, and then you know the rest of the day probably goes so much better just yeah. because you were able to make that that change. So you know, uh, homecoming dance, uh, uh, tying a tie for them if it comes down to that, or showing them how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know any any which uh, any way that I can can help out and be positive. Like I said, I, I like to be Mister White and not Officer White. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I try to capitalize heavily on those those opportunities. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really good to hear. And I think uh, last time we were talking to, could you touch a little bit on um, kind of the role that your partnership plays with kind of the principal and the teachers, kind of that approach that you have? It's It sounds like it's a very collaborative teamwork approach yeah, to some of these issues. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, I think the communication is definitely key and, and having a, a good working relationship with the the principal, um, and it goes it goes all the way through, like the principal, the vice principal um, at, at my school. I would even say like the nurses, the guidance office, because mm-hmm. um, uh, each one of these areas, uh, you know, certain certain students will go to each one of these areas because they feel most comfortable for. Yeah. Um, and just like sharing information of, of like you know how we can best um, help out a student. Um, open communication is, is how we do that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds like a really good approach. Um, I know you did mention a few things that are your favorite part, but are there other things you haven't mentioned that are your favorite part about being an SRO or kind of the ways that you see the the most impact as an SRO? Um, uh, sounds like just really making that difference is probably yeah, I mean, one of the top. That I mean that that truly that truly is um, you know. Really, it's just like being able to make a difference. And, and then, you know, over the course of a school year, um, you know, maybe one time I help them out uh, and point them in the right direction on something and then they come back. And then, you know, um, I, I definitely, you know, I, I, have, I have some students um, naturally who are a little suspicious. You know, it's a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I, I respect their suspicion, uh, suspiciousness. Um, and I, I respect it and I give them space. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I try to capitalize on, on the, like the, the small areas that I can capitalize and try to like win their trust to, to try and, you know, do the community policing aspect and, and prove that like, uh, I know that there are some terrible things that go on in, in, in the news and, and that they see, and I know that they all see it and hear it because mm-hmm. social media and everything else, uh, dominates, uh, middle school life. Mm-hmm. Um, but try to really do my part to show them that, you know, I'm, I'm human and I'm here for all the right reasons and trying to make their life better rather than make it, it worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, that's a lot of great information. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, you know, maybe for parents whose kids are, are heading to the middle school, um, you know, within the next, year or so just you know so they're aware you're there they can come talk to you say hi yeah um, um uh, so uh, you can always if you have a kid that's coming to merrimack valley middle school um you can always reach out to me um uh, my email is is dwhite at mvsdpride.org okay um and you can always um shoot me an email um and ask me any sort of questions uh, i typically respond in an orderly fashion and uh, and pretty promptly Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I have parents, uh, who call all the time up there and, and just ask me questions about what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have people in the, in the community around there, um, that call me, uh, looking to, to help out situations, uh, that they have going on in the community as well. Um, I'm always, uh, I'm always open and I'm all, I'm all ears and I, I try to help out at, you know, um, at the end of the day. I know I'm the SRO, but I'm also Concord Police Department, mm-hmm. um, and I and I'm just I want to help out wherever I can. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing that information, and um, 
thank you again because this has been great and i hope you have a enjoyable rest of the school year and hopefully the tiktok challenges will stop being so (laughs) disruptive it's a little bit concerning but yeah i um yeah i hope the rest of the year goes well for you so thank you so much again for being here thank you